Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your cause. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. I see by the on-air light that we are recording. We've got hot mics. I love my on-air light. A good friend of mine gave that to me as a gift this year. It was time for a studio upgrade. Absolutely. New year. And now everybody who's in this room knows that we're on the air. That's exactly right. And, <laughs> and the people in this room should not forget that. We should not forget that. Sometimes we say silly things. But right now we're being very serious. <laughs> Well, okay, so let's seriously look at Matthew chapter 20. Sounds good. And we're going to read this parable that begins in verse 1 all the way to verse 16, the laborers in the vineyard. I'll read from the English Standard Version. For the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and to them he said, You go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing, and he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? And they said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the laborers, pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now, when those hired first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the master of the house, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last worker as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. All right. So the last will be first, and the first will be last. In verse 16, that's where Matthew chapter 18 ended. That was our podcast, or chapter 19, that was our podcast last week. Yes. On Friday. Yes. Are we looking at another one of these inclusios? Um, I don't know if inclusio is the right word, but it certainly is the idea of connection between that last bit of chapter 19 and this parable that we have in chapter 20. Well, it's probably a good thing to observe because, you know, I, I would be thrown off by that. It says Matthew chapter 20, and a lot of times I feel like we're just starting something fresh here. When you get to a new chapter break, we have this kind of psychological idea that, oh, now it's something new. And a lot of times there are some breaks there, but but this one, it seems like maybe the Lord's still having a conversation. Unfortunate break. Yeah. Unfortunate break. Yeah. This is, so this story about the laborers in the vineyard is still a part of Jesus' response to Peter. Well, you now, know, now we really got to back up to yeah, see what so Peter Yeah, so back up asked, and right? see what, we're, what Peter was asking about. So well, that was going on at the end of the t- 19th chapter. They are surprised to learn that it'll be difficult for the rich to come into the kingdom uh, the the rich young ruler, the rich young man, he had gone away sorrowful. Verse 27, then Peter answered and said to him, see, we have left all and followed you. Therefore, what shall we have? Um, at the time, it seems like the Lord is encouraging the apostles that no matter what you have given up or left in order to serve him, 
you you will be blessed and you will be provided for and even rewarded. Uh, in verse 29, it talks about, and everyone who's left house or brothers or sisters or father and mother or wife or children or lands for my name's sake shall receive a hundredfold and inherit eternal life. So a great reward and blessing for forsaking all to leave the Lord and making him first. And yet, at the promise of that blessing, he says, but many who are first will be last and the last first. This seems to be a continuation, Andrew, of this who's the greatest discussion that has been going on for multiple chapters. It's as if the apostles cannot grasp, Mm -hmm. okay, I am supposed to be seeking to be the least, the last, and the lowly. I need to be pursuing that rather than pursuing greatness, rather Mm -hmm. than trying to be in a competition. Mm -hmm. Peter's question here has that competitive ring. Okay. Here's this rich man who's come to Jesus, and Jesus has told him, you need to sell everything, give it to the poor. And now Peter is stepping up and saying, well, look at me. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Mm-hmm. We've done that. What are we going to get for having done that? Okay, so this guy wasn't willing, and you sent him off. Right. We've done it. What are we going to get? And it's as if Peter is actually making partially the same mistake as the rich man. Here's this thing that I've done for you, Jesus. What do I get because of this thing I've done for you? And so Jesus now, while he highlights, look, you guys who are the ones I've chosen, you guys who are the ones who have responded, you guys who are the ones who have given up, this is is what you get when you give up and you become a part of my kingdom. You receive Mm -hmm. houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and wives. You you receive all of these things, plus an eternity, life. Mm -hmm. You're going to get all of this. And, Mm -hmm. And you especially are going to judge the 12 tribes of Israel, is what he's saying, I think possibly to the apostles directly about some special role for them, but maybe I misunderstand what the judging the 12 tribes is all about. But he moves into this story about the laborers in the vineyard, because he said the last will be first and the first will be last, right? which is an odd statement. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus now tells a story to explain what he means by the last will be first and the first will be last. So um, this is a great story or parable. Um, I'm loving it because it, I think it shows the tremendous grace of the Lord. I mean, it's it's a big surprise, just like all the parables we've talked about. Something is quite different, mm-hmm. and uh, the the big difference here is wow, this fellow is willing to pay for one hour's work, uh, a day's wage, which is what he paid to the guy who worked all day long, and he even paid him out first. Isn't it What's interesting? going on with that? <laughs> Isn't it interesting? Just the way you said that made me think about this parable in a different way. I, I've never thought about from the perspective of how this might be unfair for the owner of the house, mm-hmm. for the master of the vineyard. Yeah. Here's a person that has only worked one-twelfth of the day, and instead of giving him one-twelfth of a denarius, he's basically giving him eleven-twelfths just for free, Yeah, is what it seems like, it's as, as seems the way like. the story is told. And so depending on how many workers here, he's mm-hmm. he's got... He he's being built by mm-hmm. these by these workers who have only worked for part of the day. Yeah. Normally, I think of it from the standpoint of the workers and how unfair it is that those guys made as much as I did. And right. yet, here here this is costing the master of the vineyard way more money to do it this way mm-hmm. than we would think he should have to give. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, that's exactly right. So I guess what I'm wondering is, particularly reading this chapter in light of the connection to 
Peter in that question is uh, where are the apostles fitting in this spectrum? I mean, are these <laughs> are these the guys that we should see in this story as they came when they were first called and have borne the brunt of the day and um, you know, or are they somewhere else in here? I think Peter is presenting himself as one of these early morning first called people who have mm-hmm. borne the brunt of the day. We've given up everything. We've done what you said. We are among the first. We've been here the whole time. Yeah. And so what are we going to get? As if Peter yeah. is saying, we've done something more than everybody else. We've done something different than everybody else. So we deserve something better and greater. So what is it that we're going mm-hmm. to get? And mm-hmm. so therefore, when we read through the story, Jesus is actually telling Peter and the apostles, well, you're going to get what everybody who turns to me gets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I'm a gracious master and that's what I give. I, and, you know, you're, you're going to get what I promised you and everybody else is going to get what they're promised. And that's, that's what we're going to get. And so first and last, the first will be last and the last will be first is not actually a statement of role reversal. Okay. It's not that the people who started at the first hour get less and the people who start at the last hour get more. It's rather that, in fact, those first hour workers say, you have made them equal with us. Yeah. It's rather a picture of equality. I heard somebody describe it this way. Normally, the way we picture this first will be last and last will be first, it's as if Jesus said, all right, everybody, I want you to line up. Right. And the first people that lined up, and they're all facing mm-hmm. in a, in one direction, and each person behind the next one is facing the back of the person in front yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah. So we're all looking in that direction, and when I'm behind you, I'm seeing the back of your head, and you're seeing the back of the head of the person in front of you, and the person yeah. behind me and seeing the back of my head. And Jesus lets everybody line up, and then he walks to the back of the line and has everybody turn around and says, okay, here's where we're going to start. Now I understand why the back rows of church buildings fill up. <laughs> I, the, I never had understood first, it. The last will be first. first. Now I get it. Now yeah. I totally get it. But but that's not what's <laughs> happening here. It's not, okay, now I'm going to go to the end of the line and have everybody turn around and we're going to start here. Mm-hmm. It's rather Jesus steps out to the side and has everybody take like a 90 degree turn to the right. And so now everybody is facing in the same direction, shoulder to shoulder. Instead mm-hmm. of face to back, it's shoulder to shoulder. And now we're all marching into the kingdom through the wide gate that Jesus has established for this whole line of people to just get to be a part of his reward. And so it's it's not an issue of role reversal. It's an equality. Hmm. And so if you've, if you've come into the vineyard in the last hour, you get that reward. You hmm. get the reward for being in the vineyard. If you came in the first hour, you get the reward for being in the vineyard. It's a, the last will be first, first will be last is actually a statement of equality. And of course, this tells us, this gives us an indication of what, how great our reward is. Mm-hmm. I think where I lose sight of things in this parable is that for them, he's talking about a denarius, which was a common coin used to give a day's wage. Yeah, for a day laborer. But he's telling a story about the reward that he's actually giving, which he described to Peter. Like eternal life. Which is way more than a Daenerys. It certainly is. In fact, it is so amazing and wonderful that a day's labor, you know, all the yeah. labor that we might do for an entire life doesn't earn it. Doesn't We're not going to be able to bring that to God and say, That's worth see, it. now I deserve right. a Daenerys, the reward. The, the, I, I, yeah. So it doesn't matter how long. When I come into God's presence to get the reward, it's grace. Yeah. It's generosity. Yeah. Wow, I hadn't thought about that illustration of turning the line sideways mm. and, and being shoulder to shoulder. That's really powerful. That's really something. 
Um, well, and 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 I and I think it is important again. Although I I gotta say the whole first last last first. It is. It is. We are seeing reversals throughout Matthew. I mean, this whole kingdom seems to be upside down. Sure, and that seems quite consistent with this. And every time it gets upside down, somebody's shocked and maybe not exactly comfortable with it. Yeah, you know. Um, sometimes I. Uh, which chapter was it we were reading when uh, the Pharisees are being told, "Yeah, you're going to be surprised about who's in the kingdom." Sure. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah. Know, the tax collectors and the prostitutes and all these. Yeah. Rever- so it's my expectations get subverted. There. there you and go. I think that's what's happening here. It's expectations are subverted. It's not what we expect. And the reason, of course, is, is because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. the denarius we receive for working in the Lord's vineyard isn't actually based on our work. It's based on his grace, mm-hmm. which is why everybody who's in the vineyard gets the denarius. Because just just the mere fact that I get to be working in his vineyard mm-hmm. is his grace being extended to me. Yeah, and I, that, if, that he goes out in the parable, that he goes out hiring, and all throughout the day, he's not satisfied with the workforce at the beginning of the day. He keeps bringing in more. He keeps bringing in more. He keeps bringing in more. That's so powerful. Yeah. And yet, there's a, a lesson here, at least one lesson I see, is to be mindful about my attitude and my heart towards the fellow laborers mm-hmm. towards the other believers or the other Christians. And I would not want to get involved in some type of a contest where I want to, uh, you know, line up, well, here's what I've sacrificed and here's what I've given up. And, yeah. you know, here's all the church services I've been to. And this person in their life, they've lived uh, profligate, you know, all their life. And this deathbed confession, I just don't even think that's right. Yeah. 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 I want to talk some more about this, but we're out of time today. So oh, let's, okay. let's keep talking about this parable tomorrow. Well, can we end on the note, don't be that guy? Don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy. <laughs> all right. Well, we're so glad you joined us for Text Talk today. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Appreciate all the feedback from our text talkers, from the listeners. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's have a prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you, Lord, for today, for your word, for this parable about the laborers in the vineyard. We are impressed upon your grace. Uh, we are impressed by your grace, Father, and your love for us. And certainly, Father, we want our hearts to be tender and understand that if we receive your grace, we need to be gracious towards others, not judgmental, not having to knock other people down to build ourselves up in your sight. But, Father, we see the great equality that we have in the gospel of Christ, and we are thankful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Well, is there more you want to say? (laughs) Well, we can edit this part out. (laughs) Thought you were going to start talking. Well, I wasn't going to start talking, but I couldn't remember where this one was supposed to end at.